Blog Talk Radio. And it's just you and me in 
now. Welcome to Prayer International Radio. This is our Saturday night broadcast. I'm your host, Sean Holmberg, along with Christopher Herzog. For the next two hours, taking your prayer requests, um, interceding for you, for your families, interceding for the nations of the world. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for absolutely anything, please give us a call. Excuse me. Father God, Lord, we... Sorry about that. It looks like there was an issue, some kind of technical issue. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Um, you know, there's always something that goes on. But, you know, all the praise, the glory, and the honor goes to Jesus either way. And, huh, you know, it's through the issues that we come to trust him and have faith in him more. Yeah, Chris was talking last night about um, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and die, it abides alone. And how sometimes we have to let go. And it's sort of what I preached the night before. You know, sometimes we have to let go of our expectations of what is going to happen and what we think it should happen or would happen and take our perspective of the future and sort of just put it on the shelf and leave every steps the Lord because there's always a possibility for change there's always a possibility that the Lord's plans don't exactly line up with ours or to be more precise our plans don't line up to his we say um, thy kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven but far too often um, we say that hoping that his plans will be exactly what it is we were already wanting and happen in the way we want them to happen, but it's rarely the case because his plans are higher than ours. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He sees a picture that we barely even see a a sliver of. Um, We see a small, it says we, we see in part, know in part, and we see through the veil of our own eyes, through our own experiences, through the things around us. And we don't always see the complete picture, the, um, I guess you could say the universal picture of what's really going on. Um, I had an um, email today, one of my close friends, Anthony Perkins, who has been an um, intercessor at the International House of Prayer in the United States, um, and he's taking another trip to Nepal. And, you know, him and his team from IHOP go to places like Nepal to minister the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, you know, many places they're told um, you shouldn't go um, for whatever reason, safety sake or whatever. But um, as Paul said, woe to me if I don't preach the gospel. And so the Holy Spirit has given them the desire and the purpose to go. And... And you think, okay, well, they're going to go and um, 
it's going to be great for them, and they'll have this opportunity to minister to people. But it doesn't usually, st- it doesn't ever stop there, um, because they're going there to Nepal, even if it's a one-time trip. They may only speak to a handful of people. But what happens to those handful of people once they leave Nepal? Well, now we have lives that have been completely touched, completely changed, completely healed. People who've received hope when there was no hope. They've received life when there was no life. All because they were given the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ and his love for the world. And so there's a bigger picture that happens. And, you know, the Lord... It says that um, he has set our, our boundaries and the place of our habitation, which means pretty much that where you're at, where you were born, isn't a mistake by any stretch of the imagination. It wasn't a coincidence. It wasn't just chance. It was a specific design the Lord planned out to place you in a position to bless and reach the most people. Um, and the Lord orchestrates things like that. Um, you know, um, an example, um, many of you, our listeners know I have a foster child. Well, I didn't wake up one day and decide, okay, um, let's have a foster child. And me and my wife definitely hadn't been thinking about it because we already have three kids. And if any of you have kids out there, you know, it's, it's, um, pretty, um, time consuming. And um, I had actually gone to the hospital to pray for a five-year-old sister. And um, my whole intention was I'm going to go pray. And, you know, the Lord, the family of this five-year-old, the Lord had brought them up to Dallas and um, and had this incident happen where I was able to actually leave and go to the hospital because if they had been, because they were living in like close to um, Waco, Texas, which is South Texas, like two and a half hours, three hours more south of where I live. So if any of the situation that happened would have happened anywhere else, I would have been completely unable to help them or to even be there. But because what some people would term coincidence, which I believe is the, um, is actually a movement of, the, of God um, to provide. Um, you know, He says, "I know the thoughts I think of you. Thoughts of, I think for you. Thoughts of good and not for evil to give you a future and a hope." And you know, I think all of this whole situation has been a testimony of His glory and His provision. And so I, I went to the hospital to pray for a two-year-old. I fully expecting you know, I was going to leave 15 minutes later and go about my life as normal while I left with a five-year-old. And today was actually her, the five-year-old's um, birthday, so she turned six today. And it's it's interesting. A whole year has passed with this little girl, and all of something that started off as um, a complete miracle of the Lord, complete grace and mercy of the Lord in her life. And, um, you know, something we had talked about early on, um, not with the five-year-old, but me and my wife and Chris, is that, you know, you never know what would have happened had we not been there. You never know what the outcome would have been if I wouldn't have been obedient to the urging of the Holy Spirit to go pray. 
because I could have easily said I don't want to, and I'm not saying this to boast myself up or anything like that or even to proclaim how obedient I am to the Lord because, like most people, I'm normal. I'm just like everybody else. I'm, I do the best I can, and I try to listen to the Lord as much as possible. But there's times I miss it. There's times I just don't do it, whatever. Um, but luckily this one time I was actually obedient to him. Um, when I felt that I needed to go pray, and I did, and the end result was a five-year-old. And, um, you know, and seeing the effect on her life and knowing what could have happened if I hadn't been there, knowing how circumstances could have been completely different if I hadn't been obedient. And, you know, there's a part of yourself, you know, when Chris said, um, was quoting the scripture that said, listen, I, um, unless a seed falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. You know, sometimes we have to lay aside our own lives. Um, we have to lay aside our own hopes and dreams. Not that the Lord doesn't want you to have hopes and dreams, but the fact that your hopes and dreams are nothing compared to the ones He has for you. And Him, being our Maker, knows fully well every atom of our being. Um, you know, we. If you study science, um, you know that um, all matter consists of atoms, and I doubt there's anybody out there who could look at their finger, any finger, and say, okay, well, I have this many atoms in this finger and this many molecules. Um, but God's different because God knows the, says he knows every number of the hair, I mean, the number of every hair on your head. He knows He's thoroughly acquainted with us inside and out. He sees our hearts, our desires, our intentions. Um, and there's nothing that is hidden from his sight. Um, and, you know, I remember a book I read once, and it was describing what it was like for Jesus to walk the earth, um, knowing men, knowing that he had created all things. And and the, the, um, the description the book used was that you know, it, it would have been really hard for Jesus, even if he was able to have a lustful thought after a woman, knowing every atom that comprised her being. Being able to see right into the depths of a person, knowing every molecule that he used to create this person, knowing the plans and purposes he has. And, yes, the thing is, we have sometimes horrible opinions of ourselves. And so we try to hold on to the dreams we do have because we measure the things we want based on what we have ability to do for ourselves. And we plan our futures and we plan our lives based on our own merit, on our own abilities. But walking in the spirit and walking in faith, um, it says just shall live by faith. And being having a walk of faith rarely has anything to do with your own merit and your own abilities. Um, throughout the scripture, Jesus constantly tried to demonstrate this to the disciples and then for us later, and that even the very first miracle, the water into wine, he could, I mean, if Jesus would have just said, okay, here, Peter, um, water, they need wine, there's some water over there, go make something happen. Peter would have had absolutely no ability to do it because there was nothing inside of Peter like any of us that has the ability to, to make anything happen. 
but our obedience to him causes an opportunity for the Lord to work in our lives and, and through us. Um, and we always talk about how this is a, this isn't us um, and then God up there. This is actually a partnership between us and the Lord, walking out this life together, because um, God is is wanting um, fellowship and intimacy to be thoroughly acquainted with us for every minute of every day, to be with the intent of us knowing Him and enjoying um, our lives through Him. And so sometimes we will sit down and um, people in general will sit down and they'll have um, thoughts um, and dreams and they'll write them down and they'll say, okay, well, you know, it'd be really great if we could do this or we could do this. But And then you always stop. You're just like, okay, well, I'll never do this or I'll never do this. But that's, when we do that, we're actually discounting who the Lord is and what he can do in our lives knowing that every miracle is actually performed by him. And, you know, sometimes we have to let go of our expectations and what we think is possible so that he can fill up our mind with the thoughts of what we would seem as being impossible and letting us know that it is possible. If you can never imagine that you could lay hands on someone and the Lord can heal them, well, then you'll never actually go do it because you'll constantly think, okay, that's not possible. I can't do that, whatever. And the minute the word I comes in is usually when your mind's taken off of the Lord and it's put on yourself. Like with Peter um, walking on the water toward the Lord, Peter started off great looking at the Lord, not worrying about the situation or his own abilities, but the minute he looked at himself and said, I shouldn't be doing this, or I can't do this, well, then his focus was on himself, and truth is he couldn't do it, and he fell. And so he had to put his eyes back on the Lord. And so, you know, the Lord has amazing plans for us. It says that we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works with the Lord prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And, you know, if you know, sometimes we think we know, but we really don't know because even what we think of is sometimes limited by our own expectations of what God could do. Well, God can do anything. Um in the Old Testament he needed his word to come to a man and so he had to use um, there was no other man around so he had to use a donkey to speak. And, you know, sometimes the Lord has to use a donkey to speak to our lives to let us understand that it's not about our abilities, but it's about His. Anyway, um, this is Prayer International Radio. Call in number 619-638-8458. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Majesty
throne of God. Revelation chapter 4, verse 2. Immediately I was in the Spirit. And behold, a throne set in heaven. And one sat on the throne. Father, we come standing before that great white throne. The throne that's been established from eternity. The throne which is surrounded with transcendent radiance. The angels, the seraphim, beauty everywhere. The river of fire that flows from your throne. Oh, we love to stand before your throne, oh God. We love to stand before the throne of God. of divine encounter.
is our inheritance. Oh God, to stand before the great white throne, to be lost in the river of holy fire, holy romance. around your throne, O oh God. The place of an abandoned life, standing before the throne forever and ever.
give me a heart tonight. Lord, we surrender our hearts to you. We surrender our hearts, Lord. Everything that we are, we surrender now, Lord, to you, Jesus. We surrender, Lord.
good he is where you're at. Just lift it up. Thank you, God. We celebrate you tonight.
Praise the Lord. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'm just picking up the second half of the broadcast. And uh, just blessed to have Sean Holmberg sharing his heart and declaring the word of the Lord uh, the first hour. And so we are broadcasting out of Dallas, Texas tonight. It's about 11.06 Central Time. Just giving God praise and speaking to nations. That uh, song is actually out of the Lakewood Church, Joel Osteen's church. Um, and they're speaking the nations over there, too, so praise God. Well, if you need to call in, the call in number is 619-638-8458. The email address is prayerinternational at gmail.com. And you can always check out the website at www. .prayerinternational.org So just taking some time to glorify the Lord and give you guys time to call in and give your prayer requests. We're going to lift up a little bit of worship on the show and then uh, see what happens. So.
God. Revelation chapter 4, verse 2. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. Father, we come standing before that great white throne, the throne that's been established from eternity, the throne which is surrounded with transcendent radiance. The angels, the seraphim, beauty everywhere. The river of fire that flows from your throne. Oh, we love to stand before your throne, O oh God. We love to stand before the throne of God. of divine encounter.
before the throne of God. Lovesick worshiper. Lost in the beauty realm. Books are opened. 
Alright, praise God Well, we're back And this is Prayer International Radio My name is Chris Herzog Just taking time, you know, we love to worship God We have kind of a pretty good balance, I think We like to pray We like to worship We like to share stories, share our hearts Have callers call in We love to declare the word of the Lord and, you know, tonight was just a worship kind of night, just taking some time around the throne of God, taking some time. Hey, D.D., sorry, I just got back into the chat room. Looks like we got a few guests, and we got D.D. Uh, this is Chris Herzog, just taking some time. Praise God. Hey, um, don't know where... Robin's coming in from, but God bless you, Robin. I don't know how that works. Anyways, a uh, praise the Lord. Just taking some time. Well, you know, as I've said before, and I feel like just reading this little excerpt from a book I read earlier by Tommy King. If you can hear me, uh, sorry, I just put it on the speaker. See if we can find this. to allow you to hear the voice of God 
is to develop a heart of worship, develop an attitude and a lifestyle of worship, develop a habit of worship. And I don't mean just singing, but taking that time Taking that time to really just become one with the Father, to align yourself with heaven, to align yourself with the things of God. All right, praise the Lord. Well, Glory to God. So this is Prayer International. If you need to call in, our call-in number is 619-638-8458. We've got different people that listen. Uh, Brother Anthony's listening in via telephone. And Sean's still listening. We've got Dee Dee and a couple guests. We had Robin in the chat room. And it looks like that's always had in the chat room. handful of different guests. So we are going to midnight tonight. we got about 30 more minutes, about halfway through the second hour. And if you need to email us, we're at prayerinternational at gmail.com. Website is www.prayerinternational.org. And listen in, call in, talk, pray, share your heart. You know, we'll check with you in the screening room from time to time, depending on if we're taking calls. Sometimes we get into a flow and we don't take all our calls. That happens. Try to get into the chat room and chat with us. Let us know that you're calling in. Sometimes we get flowing and we don't even look at the chat room. We don't even look at the switchboard. You know, sometimes you just get caught up. And that's what it's all about. Listen, sometimes you just got to get caught up. And let me encourage you, if you're not getting caught up with them, you're missing out. If you're not getting caught up with them, you're missing out. And we want you to be caught up in his presence. We want you to be filled with his glory. See, you're changed when you behold him. You're changed when you encounter his presence. You're changed when you encounter his Holy Spirit. You can have all kinds of spiritual, quote-unquote, experiences in your lifetime. But if they don't bring you before the living God, if they don't bring you before the Holy Spirit, it's just an experience and not a real encounter. There's a lot of invitations out there. There's a lot of counterfeits. See, a counterfeit is a, is a false encounter. A counterfeit is a detour, is a deterrent. See, a counterfeit is a distraction to the real encounter. And the enemy will come in and bring you plenty of things to encounter without actually beholding him and experiencing Christ, experiencing the Spirit of God, experiencing the power of God. See, God does exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, but it's according to the power that works in us. See, we forget about that part. We always want to say God does 
exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. And it's true, he does. But we stop there. We 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 don't ever finish that scripture. For some reason, we never finish the verse. A lot of times, or many people don't. But if you finish the verse, it says, "God does exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think." Comma. At least in King James English, according to the power that worketh in us. According to the power, it's according to the, the power of God. That your capacity to walk in God's presence. Your capacity to walk in God's perspective. Your capacity to walk in God's plans and his blessings. You see, if you are just a cloud without rain, if you're empty, if you're not full, then how... Can the manifested presence of God work in and through your life? Unless, of course, it works through other believers in your life. But see, you've got to continually learn to draw from the river of God. Learn to draw from the well that springs up a fountain of living water. You see, Jesus said to the women at the well... Women, give me to drink. And she said, Jesus, I don't have anything to draw with. I don't have anything to draw up the water out of the well. He said, if you drink of this fountain, you'll never thirst again. It's it's an ever-living fountain springing up, everlasting fountain. Let me tell you something. If you need to draw from the well, the way that you draw from the well, the way that you prime the pump is your worship and your prayer. The way that you prime the pump, the, the way you draw the water out, is to worship and connect with God, is to pray and connect with God, to allow your heart and your mind and your spirit to become one with Him, allow His kingdom to be established over yours, allow His will and plan to be established over yours. He's a good God. He gives good gifts to his children. And his plans for you are not to harm you, but to give you a hope and a future. We said that last night on the show. It's actually a plaque. I see the scripture. Jeremiah, what is it? Twenty nine eleven, I believe. Hang on. Yeah. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It's on the wall. I see it all the time. It says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. It's actually in our dining room. But praise the Lord. God's good. (laughs) And he's got good plans. He's good. God, he gives good gifts. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father above. If you ask, you shall receive. So ask him. He's not going to give you a stone if you ask for bread. He just won't. Praise God. Well, you know, I just feel like praising God. I don't know. 
What else to do? We're going to just let down some worship under the Lord. Well, actually, I don't have a switchboard, so maybe we're not. See what happens. Gonna refresh. All right, refresh. Hey, praise God! This is Prayer International Radio, and we are actually gonna go to a song. Let's get my switchboard up.
how good he is where you're at. Just lift it up. Thank you, God. We celebrate you tonight.
Uh, praise the Lord. Well, we're just giving God praise. You know, Acts 2.1 says, When the day of Pentecost had come, they were gathered together in one place. What we're really trying to do, what our goal, what our desire to do is to gather Christians together in one place, whether it be on the radio, on the Internet, you know, through blog talk radio or, you know, different places, just clusters of God's people gathered together in places as one. You know, when they were together, when they were all together in these many places, but Christians were gathered in one place when, when the Holy Spirit first came at Pentecost. All right, when the Holy Spirit broke out and, and the church was birthed, the Holy Spirit showed up as a result of handfuls of Christians praying in one place. And as we gathered together and we began to pray in one accord, the biblical way, praying together, praying in one accord, for the hope of Christ's glory, for the transformation of the nations, both across the face of the earth. We're raising up prayer. You know, they've had global days of prayer and national days of prayer and prayer watches, and we think this is great. All about it. We need to continue to pray. You know, Acts 1 4 said, get. He gathered them together. He commanded them to wait for the promise of the Father. When Jesus was received up into heaven, the first believers gathered in the upstairs room to do do what Jesus told them to do, which was wait for the promise of the Father. Uh, They were praying for the outpouring of the Spirit. They're praying for the birthing of the church. They're praying for their protection and safety. They're praying for God to be their source constantly as we read the prayers in the book of Acts. We read the epistles, which were heartfelt prayers by the Holy Spirit through Paul and Timothy and some of these brothers that wrote. We read the prayers of Jesus as he was moved by the Holy Spirit, constantly praying for oneness with God, praying for the church, praying for the kingdom to come. We've got to be filled with a passion for God's promises. We've got to be fervent. We need to begin to declare God's promises regarding his kingdom on the earth. With the prayers of these saints, the prayers of Jesus, sprang from the word of God. They came from the written word of God. Christ teaches about God's kingdom. Look, the word of God. The prayers that Paul prayed, word of God. If you begin to study the word and pray the way Jesus prayed, pray the way these men of God prayed, you'll see kingdom results. You'll see biblical results. Christ is calling his church to unite in prayer. There's so many issues that are shaking our world that we have to be compelled to pray. But even more than that, the promises of God should enable us to pray with a desire, with with urgency. Just the fact that God said he would do what he said he would do. 
just the fact that God is moving in the earth, that should get you fired up. That should get you excited. See, Jesus said, pray without ceasing. However you get servants to pray, we need to pray. There needs to be a universal conviction. Christ himself is calling his church to pray. We've got to obey our Lord. We've got to obey him. We want to develop a, a foundation of the word of God. But why do we teach the word on a prayer radio station? Why? Prayer radio show. Because you've got to learn to declare and confess and reverberate God's word. God exalts his word above himself. We want to sharpen your praying by lifting up specific concerns. See, when people lift up their prayer requests, this sharpens your praying. We want to help help you focus your praying with others. We want to help you do that. Find creative ways to gather and pray. Be open to the Holy Spirit guiding you through your prayer life. Because he will. Praise God. I can't get a uh, chat room. But we're just going to keep going. God is good. God is real good. We're just blessing the name of the Lord. The Father teaches to pray. Teach us to wait on you. Teach us to wait for the promise. Teach us how to wait on you so that you can strengthen us. Father, you said seek you, and we would find you when we search for you with all of our hearts. The Lord, help us to pray without ceasing. Lord, you told us in the Proverbs, if we acknowledge you in all our ways, you would direct our path. So, Father, we acknowledge you in all our ways. Father, you told us to watch and pray that we don't enter temptation. Lord, teach us how to pray that we don't enter temptation. You said if we delighted ourselves in you, Father, you'd give us the desires of our hearts. Jesus said, if you believe whatever you ask will be done in prayer. When you ask in faith, ask without doubting, not wavering. Because you don't have, because you don't ask. When you ask, you'll receive and your joy will be full. Whatever you ask in prayer, believing you'll receive, Matthew 21, 22. Philippians says, be anxious for nothing but in prayer and thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. Luke 18 says, always pray and not lose heart. You've got to come to a place in your life where you're fully convinced that he's able to fulfill his promises in your life. He's persuaded. Be fully convinced. Staggering out of the promises of God. But be fully persuaded that what he says he will do, he will do in your life. God is good. Let me pray for you, Father, in the name of Jesus. I'll just pray for every person, every man, every woman, every teenager listening tonight. Father, that you'd move in a mighty way. 
Help us to pray, Lord. Teach us to pray, Lord. Show us your desire concerning worship and prayer and communing and connecting and being one with you. Father, we pray your kingdom come, your will would be established, your plans would be above our plans and come forth in the mighty name of Jesus, the plans of God. Father, touch people by the power of your Holy Spirit tonight. Those that are reaching out to you in faith, Lord, let them encounter you, let them encounter you. Let them encounter the one true living God. We just give you praise, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, my chat room is down. I cannot get it to come back up. I've tried. Um, Looks like we've got about five more minutes. I don't know if I can get it into my switchboard. Switchboard's coming up. Praise God. Uh, We are going to break for song. We just want to bless you tonight. We'll get into the word I really didn't even get to teach what I wanted to teach tonight. Um, We will be back tomorrow night, and hopefully I will get to teach what I want to teach. If not, we'll just keep praying in the meantime. It's Prayer International Radio, and you have a blessed night. Finding myself at a loss for words And the funny thing is, it's okay The last thing I need is to be heard But to hear what you would say Like rain, why?
Finding myself at a loss. 